0: Dennis Stewart joining us for a very short version of Health Naturally today. Oh. And uh, outdoor workers, like Glenn Campbell's Wichita linemen, I suppose they notice, don't they, when they're outdoors, certain times of year does bring on the sinusitis.
1: Oh, it certainly does, Jane. And this is the time of the year to talk about simple ways in which we can uh, build up resistance Again, the against some of the allergic factors uh, that are now in the atmosphere and which can cause real problems for, for the nasal passages, for the eyes, and, and sinusitis and rhinitis uh, are two conditions which uh, seem to become more prevalent, more active, and more troublesome at this time of the year. So, Jane, I thought it would be useful just to give to the listeners a couple of hints about simple things they can do to build up a bit of resistance to get them through this time of the year.
0: Excellent, Dennis. Uh, we all yeah, like yeah. simple tips. <laughs> Where do we, we do
1: we We do. And look, I know we've got limited time, but I thought about a, a couple of the important things that I fall back on when I'm treating either rhinitis, i.e. hay fever, or sinusitis, i.e. infection of the sinuses. And two basic nutritional supplements, Jane, that I use all the time for both conditions, readily available supplements, but poorly understood, I would suggest, by listeners, poorly understood, I would suggest, by health practitioners and retailers. And the two supplements I'm talking about, one of them is called Bromelin, and the other one is called Quisetin. And very frequently they come together as a combination uh, each works with the other to give an enhanced benefit. Uh, Jane, interestingly, bromelain uh, is extracted from the pineapple. It's an enzyme mm. from the from the pineapple. And quercetin is a bioflavonoid, which occurs in many, many plants and fruits, etc. But uh, both of them have unique properties. Bromelain, for instance, is renowned for its ability to assist in dealing with sinusitis. And how does it do that? Well, to start with, it lessens inflammation on the sinus membranes and it liquefies a lot of the mucus that can build up there and exacerbate infection. Uh, Bromelin is referred to as as a mucolytic substance, breaks up, promotes discharge, lessens inflammatory activity and as a result of that, lessens a lot of swelling. So it's equally beneficial to use in hay fever where the membranes can become very swollen and engorged. So I would suggest to listeners and practitioners, retailers, that one thing you need to convey to people that present at this time of the year with the symptoms of hay fever, rhinitis, and/or sinusitis is the potential benefit of bromelain. The second point is that quercetin, a bioflavonoid, and let me emphasise, Jane, both these substances are very, very safe substances indeed. They're, they're naturally based. They come from fruits and herbs. But quercetin is of all the bioflavonoids, I would suggest, the one that which is, that is most useful for dealing with uh, allergenicity and hence its role in dealing with seasonal hay fever is profound and mandatory. Now, those two things together uh, frequently come as a capsule or a tablet, Jane, that can be purchased normally. Uh, from our good health food stores over the counter. And I suggest that as far as supplements are concerned, they should be two things now for those out there that are starting to get the sneezes, starting to get the early symptoms of a bit of sinus, sort of pain in the sinuses, those two supplements. Excellent, Uh, yes. But, Jane, you you, you would expect me also to mention some of my favourite herbs because... Definitely. uh, as you know, herbs have been my lifelong obsession. But look, to be fair, as a naturopath as well as a herbalist, I do fall back uh, very much on sound nutritional supplements that are safe. Not very many of them, but the two I've mentioned, uh, bromelain and quercetin, I keep coming back to that, bromelain and quercetin, sinusitis, rhinitis, two necessary safe supplements. Ah, but for the sinuses... The two herbs, and I would have dealt with this, I think, previously over the years, two herbs that are most important, uh, particularly if you are a sinus sufferer ongoingly or a sinus sufferer who experiences at this time of the year when it's triggered off as a result of, a, of a, uh, allergy conditions, two herbs to think, think of, which always should be contemplated uh, by practitioners, pharmacists or re- retailers. The first one, interestingly, is the herb hybride.
0: Yes, eyebright. Uh, and, and
1: yeah. eye a lot of a lot of people, when you uh, refer to eyebright, uh, tend to think, oh, well, it's a herb for the eyes. Well, there is a benefit there, but it it is also the herb that is used for what Simon Mills refers to as essentially water clogged conditions of the upper respiratory tract, sinusitis, a build up of mucus, infection. So that is a primary remedy for sinusitis. Ibrite. Yes. And the, and the second herb, Jane, that's mentioned in the in the British Herbal Pharmacopeia is the well-known herb, elderflowers. Ah. It's, it's a lovely herb too. At this time of the year, it should be just starting to uh, get its uh, its blossom coming out and uh, grows very easily in this country. But we use those two herbs in an extract form, or they can be taken as teas, mm-hmm. as the primary herbs to think about, Jane, for sinusitis, eye and the herb elder.
0: Now, tell When we me, come to...
1: Yep, yep, oh, on, you're just right. as yep. a
0: last question yep. on the elderflower, yep. you can make elderflower yep. wine, can't you? Do you think you still get the same benefit?
1: Oh, dear Jane, you're tempting me there. You're tempting me there. We'll stay with I, the tea. <laughs> I, I, I would like to say so, Jane, But We're talking about elderflowers, not elderberry.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, Alas. The,
1: it, it, with reference to Fever, uh, the the simplest, uh, most available, and herb that's worthwhile persevering with is the simple dried nettle leaf. Ah,
0: good.
1: Uh, and, and it's got to be dried uh, nettle leaf in its fresh state has as a sting associated with it, but when it's dried and converted into an extract, particularly, it can become one of the most useful devices for dealing with. Uh, fever with its sneezing and, and its other symptoms and the other herb with it of course and most practitioners would know the second herb for hay fever these days is a Chinese herb called Chinese skullcap.
0: Okay so, so uh,
1: I've given two herbs yes. and two supplements
0: yes
1: um, that I know that's been quick but taking that on board that's a bit a few hints for retailers and listeners and practitioners uh, to begin thinking about as basic remedies to try at this time of the year.
0: Thank you so much, Dennis Stewart. We'll be able, of course, to catch these words of advice on our website <laughs> a little later on to nurfm.com.au. Yeah. So look forward to hearing from you again next week.
1: Thank you so much, Jay. Lovely to be with you and best of uh, Best of seasonal wishes for listeners.
0: Thank you, Dennis Stewart, who are new RFM.